What's going on? What's going on, everybody? God bless you. I pray that all is well. And woo, it's been a while. Um, a lot of things been going on. Uh, nothing too drastic, but it, it's enough. It's enough to, to have put a pause on it. So I apologize for the pause, but I'm back. Um, I'm going to be uh, doing these podcasts as best as I can. Uh, the goal is once a week. No promises, but <laughs> I'm going to do the best I can. Because I, Lord knows I'm trying to do everything to stay on point. <laughs> so, uh, but but it's good to be back uh, for this episode. Um, so many things have been going on. I know that uh, in a day, in a week, in a month, in a year, so many things can happen. And so it, I believe that it's been about three or three or four months. And I can only imagine what you all have been going through. Um, what news we have been seeing and hearing up to this point. Um, recently, uh, we, we've seen and we've heard the, the, the invasion of, of Russia going into Ukraine. Uh, that's that's a, a big one right there. Um, we've also seen a lot more people um, kidnapped and, and killed and uh, so much murder, so much anger, so much hate. Uh, confusion, retaliation. Uh, there, there's, there's. Uh, in certain places in the United States, people are are actually just. I forget what they're called. They're called the tag gang. I, I don't even. I don't even want to get the name right because then I I give them credibility. Credit. Um, I can't even speak. <laughs> credibility. Um, I just think that at the end of the day, somehow in some way, the anger in a person, um, and the frustration in the actions of these individuals would call them cowards because they're all masked up and they prey on innocent victims or victims or people that they feel like you know not paying attention but they don't and so they rob them instead of you know going and get a job and you know working hard you go and 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 you decide to do that you don't do that by yourself you do that as as a group and so for me you know, I can understand why people will call them cowards. I, that thought has been crossing my mind. Uh, the the whole, um, what is that called? The smash and grab. You know, when you go into these, when you see these places that have all, all this uh, merchandise, even telephones, for goodness sakes. I'm like, good Lord. So it, it's a lot of, it's a lot of hostility out there. And that's something that's biblical. And, and we can see that, that we've, he- we've heard that, Christ is coming back and some of us may agree with it some of us may accept it some of us are still kind of like yeah whatever but at the end of the day it doesn't it doesn't dissolve the truth and then that's the truth biblically speaking those of us who have faith in Christ and who have uh, decided to follow him and live for God as best as we can we, we already know for what these are signs the hurricanes uh, the, the tragedies I mean there's so much stuff going on and and instead of people flocking and in, 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 into into churches or flocking into God's God's presence or God's you know uh, uh, family they, they're actually doing the total opposite and so there's so much to be said in so little time and like I said the, these these podcasts these episodes are meant to be truthful um, some of some of what I say may get under the skin of certain people, certain individuals, uh, but it is not meant to to agitate. 
it is these 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 podcasts are meant to educate uh, they're, they're not to agitate but if they if they agitate you it's because somebody's calling you out on what you're doing and I don't know you you know and, and you and you may not even know me but there's things that we do that we know is wrong and we justify them till somebody calls us out on it including myself till somebody calls us out on it and then all of a sudden we, we get defensive or we, we start getting you know offended and you know, then all of a sudden our emotions get it. So all that being said, there's so much stuff that's going on that it's just filled with negativity. It's filled with hostility. So what I wanted to do today is talk about the total opposite of that and and how, and we've been talking about this in, in our church. So I, I'm deciding to, to bring this to you in English. And we're talking about barriers of love. I know it sounds kind of cheesy, you know, because... You know, okay, love, yeah, yeah, it's important, and God is love, and love is God, okay, we need to love God, and then, yeah, and it's funny how some of us may even, yeah, I heard it before, but are we living it? Are we experiencing it? Because if we have the same stank attitude as we did before we met Jesus, then we're not really allowing, we're not really allowing love to to manifest in us, to change us, to transform us. And so, like I said, then we get offended because, or, or we get defensive because it, the truth is being out there. And the Bible also states even, Jesus said it, where the truth shall set you free. And so I'm surprised of how many people uh, uh, can be going to church, can, can know about the Bible and still be enslaved by sin or enslaved by their past, enslaved by their actions, enslaved by other people's comments and other people's thoughts. Uh, there was... Um, a couple of a couple of uh, stories that broke my heart personally uh you know kids you know killing themselves and, and when i'm talking about kids eight nine years old because they're being bullied in school you know and and i'm gonna be real honest with you you know I, i'm speechless i get i get upset i get angry because i'm like you know like i was i was bullied in high school I was bullied in middle school, you know, to a certain extent. And then all that, all that bullying built up from 10th grade to 12th grade. And I just became an agitated, angry, defensive person before anybody would say anything. So I know what it's, what it's like to be in that situation. But I thank God that none of that suicidal thoughts came into my brain. But you got kids nine ten years old taking their own life one thing that it that 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 like impacts me so much is how in the world do they know how to take their own life they haven't even lived their own life so obviously they're watching something they're seeing something they're they're recording something they've been told something and so we're losing our love because of all the the negativity all the stupidity out there all the ignorance out there all the arrogance so we're losing our patience. Our patience is wearing thin. As a whole, we're, we're losing our patience. And so when we lose our patience, then love grows cold. That's also biblical. Before Christ comes back for the second time, the love of many will grow cold. So that's why I wanted to kind of talk to y'all today and just bring this up and say, listen, it is what it is. We can talk about it. You can accept it or you can deny it, but it doesn't deny the truth it doesn't doesn't dissolve it you know so 
what I'm going to do is I'm going to be taking out a little bit of time to talk to y'all about this, about barriers of love. Okay. And one of the things that I wanted to point out to you right off the bat, that a lot of people uh, are looking for love. And you've heard the saying that people look for love in all the wrong places. Pretty sure you have. And, and, and I pretty sure that there's somebody <laughs> listening that has done that. Or unfortunately is in that position right now that they put themselves in the predicament so that way they're not alone. And so these this podcast, specifically this episode, is for you. So let's let's talk about it. I, I wanted to share that love is just not an emotion, it's also an experience. So it's not just something that you want to feel, it's something that you want to experience. So a lot of people get up right off the bat, that that separates thousands of people. Because a lot of people um, feel love or or sense love, but there's there's few people that ever experience it. And you can probably say, look, Joey, look, at the end of the day, what you just said it kind of contradicts because if if you if you feel it, if you if you see it, if you understand it, then you experienced it. And that's not the truth. To me, that's not the truth. You may have your thoughts, but this is my this is my thought, and I'm sharing it. So uh, you know you can you can see that someone loves somebody else. It doesn't mean that you're experiencing the same kind of love. You you might even see somebody you know or a couple loving each other, and all of a sudden you're like, wow, why why don't I have that? Or when am I gonna have that? And you may you may even be the look as individuals, we may be even the the only reason why we haven't found true love. And I'm not even talking about physically speaking. I'm talking about why we haven't found love, which is God. The, the love I'm talking about is God, because the love of God is 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 free. The issue that we're having is that there's barriers that we have in our life, okay, that stops us from loving others, from being loved, and allowing God to love us. So I'm going to repeat that again. There's barriers that we have in our lives, presently speaking, that stop us from loving others, loving ourselves, and allowing God to love us. Why do I say that? Because God's love is free. You don't have to really do anything. God, God, John 316. I'm pretty sure a lot of y'all already know for well what John 316 states. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son for whoever shall believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. So if we take that first section of that, that verse, for God so loved the world, if you're living in it, or you, you know what I mean? You're loved. You were loved and you still are loved. So because God loved us, he gave us something. And so I believe in my opinion, this is my this is my understanding that he deserves that from us. That if we say that we love him, we should be giving him something. And I'm not talking about money, I'm not talking about time. I'm talking about our lives, our heart and our mind. You see? So there's so many different barriers that that stop us from loving others loving ourselves and allowing God to love us. Now only you and God know for well exactly which which barrier is stopping you from doing so. You can say, no, 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 I, I love people. Yeah, but you don't love yourself. Oh yeah, I do, yeah, I do. Okay, then why don't you take out time for yourself? Why are you doing things for everyone else and you, and you don't take out no time to take care of yourself? And then when you're drained, when we're drained, then all of a sudden we need the help and we ain't got nobody to, to, to help us out. 
So now all of a sudden, when we start noticing that, our love will start going cold. If you're human and you got a heartbeat, you will experience this. If you haven't experienced this, you will experience this sooner or later. Okay? So when you start seeing that you've given, you've given, 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 and people are just taking, 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 and then all of a sudden you're drained, then when you need something or when you need to, to, to have somebody talk to you or reach out to you, you don't have it. When you experience that enough, your love starts changing. Your love starts becoming conditional. And so when you when you start limiting who you're going to love, then all of a sudden you might as well say you, you started limiting on loving yourself. Why do I say that? Because Jesus said in himself, his two commandments, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and then love your neighbor as yourself. So you notice how if you look at that verse, love your neighbor as yourself. Even though it says neighbor first, in reality, Jesus was speaking about you need to love yourself first. Love your neighbor as yourself. So if we don't love each other first, if we don't love ourselves first, then it's no wonder why we can't love other people. We can't love our neighbors. And so I can get into the whole situation of, okay, well, then who's our neighbor? Because this, I, I'm going to be, like I said, this is this is me being honest with all of y'all. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it for for myself or for anybody. So, because I ask myself, well, who's our neighbor? It doesn't mean that that you get to, you know, you know, just love everybody because not everybody's easy to love. But when you start learning on how to love yourself, you start learning on what your weaknesses are and how, how you can, how love can change you and how love can help you and guide you to overcome that. And once you do, you're able to help other people in the same situation that you were in to love themselves. And if they love themselves, then they're going to love somebody else. And it's just a, a, a recurring circle. The issue that we have is that there's barriers that we have. Okay, that are present. We don't see it, but they're present. And so I, I wanted to talk to you all today about that. And I just wanted to state that, restate that. Love is not just an emotion. It's 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 also experience. All right, so I, I want to make sure that you understand that so i'm going to be looking at first john chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 first john chapter 4 verses 7 and 8 and for those of you who are starting in the in the ministry i want to make sure that you uh know that the john is the fourth book of the new testament it's the same disciple who wrote this book but we're talking about first john okay and first john is towards the back of the bible so we're going to do 1 John, okay, chapter 4, verses 7 and 8. And this is, this is the, the, I'm going to be reading from the New Living Translation. Okay, so depending on the version that you have, it may be different. It says, Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God, but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love okay but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love now when 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 you look at that verse right there depending on what version you have I'm going to break it down in the New Living Translation version but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love I, I want you to to, to kind of contemplate and say it's not just experiencing love it's knowing love you know, it's knowing what true love is. It's knowing and understanding and comprehending 
this is what love is. So if you know, if we know what love is, then we know love because we know God. If we do not know God, we don't really know what love is. Okay, but anyone who does not love does not know God for God is love. So obviously the equation is that if you know God, you're going to know how to love. And it could be whether it's either uh, love other people or loving yourself or allowing God to love you or you loving God. Either way you look at it, when we know God, it's, it's more feasible for us to not only feel love, but experience love. Not only for others to feel love, but others to experience love. Okay, so first, you know, the first thing that, that John says in, 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 in verse seven, he says, dear friends, let us continue to love one another. He knew for well, I, this is the way that I take it. When somebody writes something like that, it's because he's addressing a problem or she's addressing a problem. Okay, so here we're talking about John, the disciple of Jesus that walked with him and, and listened to him and talked to him and saw all the miracles that Jesus did for three years. So he's basically now teaching the, 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 the Christians, the Gentiles. Listen, dear friends, let us continue to love one another. In other words, he's saying, don't give up. I know, I know it's hard. I know it's challenging, but it is doable. There's ways and there's steps that you can do it, but let us continue. If, if somebody's saying, let us continue, they're basically saying that we've been doing it or that you've been doing it. So let us continue. The problem that I, the problem that we have nowadays in our culture now, other than the culture wars and, and the entitled people and and the people who feel like you know uh, everything is is owed to them, which is basically the same thing. Um, you know, people who feel like you know everybody gotta gotta listen to them and and they can't listen to nobody else. The know-it-alls and 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 the Generation Z and X and Y and if you look at everything and you have kids, you can tell right off the bat. That the next 10 years are going to be horrific because the generation that, that, that is up next has very little respect, lacks love, okay, lacks self-discipline, and listens to directions. So when we see all these things, there's a reason why they do that. And one of those reasons because there's a specific barrier that was built throughout the years of their childhood, the years of their life up to this point. And it could be the same for you and me. You know, you're listening right now and you could be like, yeah, I, I really can't do that. I really can't. That's fine. I, I understand that. But you have to admit just as much as it's easy as for you or anyone to admit that it's hard for them to love other people to love themselves and for them to allow God to love. There's a reason. So if, if that person can admit easily that, okay, no, I can't, I can't love. Then you should easily discover and realize and recognize the barrier that is allowing you to think that way, feel that way and live that way. But it's real important that, it, that if you saying that if someone is saying that they're Christian and, and that they love God, it's real important that they must continue that. Because if you don't love and you're specific on who you love, then in reality, you don't know God. We, do, we don't know God if we're picking and choosing who we love. Now, remember, love is not an act. Okay? 
Love will guide you to perform an act like a, a, a service, picking up the trash when nobody asked you to, opening the door for a stranger, you know, paying somebody's groceries or dropping groceries off, ringing the doorbell and just walking away without nobody knowing, paying somebody's dinner when you know for well what they're going through. Those are acts of love or you do out of love. But if we're doing those things, but living in hate and allowing everything else to to put a barrier around us and stops us from loving other people, stops us from loving ourselves and allowing God to love us, then that could be the, the true issue. Before we even talk about the love of God, we need to talk about the love for yourself. Because if we don't love ourselves, then how can we expect to love other people? But then it goes back, then it goes right back to the, the same thing. If you love yourself, then you're telling me that you know what love is. And, it, and, and if you and if you see from these verses, love is God. So if I if you're telling me I know what love is, then you're telling me behind, you know, behind the whole message that you know God because God is love. All right, look, let me put it this way. Um, look at verse uh, verse nine. Same thing. God showed his love. How much he loved us by sending his one and only son into the world so that we may have eternal life through him. That This is real love. This is verse 10. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. So right off the bat, his act of sacrificing his one and only son was only evident and came to life because the love was there before. Does that make sense? So in other words, the love that he had for us drove him and drove Jesus to make the decision and say, I'm going to go down there and I'm going to die for everyone's sins. So if the love wasn't there and it was anger, the sacrifice would have never been present. Jesus never would have died for us. But because the love was present first before the act, now the act has more power because it was done in love and it was done through love and for love so could we say the same thing in our own life okay so we, we we really need to see that from from that point of view if we say that we love then we're basically saying that we we know god because god is love we've all heard how much god loves us but it doesn't it, it really doesn't mean that we take advantage of it or appreciate it We've heard it. God loves you. God bless you. God God has so much love for you. We've heard it. But just because you hear something good and something positive doesn't mean that you're going to take advantage of it. Doesn't mean that we take advantage of it. You know, and, and that's something that we really got to ask ourselves. We really got to we got to really evaluate, you know, and, and this doesn't change, especially when we're, when we're experiencing difficult times, disagreements, confusion, you know, among this like they all become barriers to love and to be loved by others and god like if god's love is free it just doesn't mean that okay because god's love is free i'm i'm i'm, I'm good no for you to experience it you need to allow him to love you and when you experience love there's certain qualities and certain characteristics that are involved in the word love in the act of love So we really should try to evaluate and meditate 
I, I say that I love this person, but I'm really nitpicking and choosing who I love. Or who I give my love to. I'm not talking about relationships only. I'm talking about doing acts of kindness through love. You know, we're living in a day and age where the majority of the time we won't do something because we already know in our minds that nobody's going to appreciate it. So we don't do it. That's not doing acts of love. That's not that's only thinking about doing something, but you're only really doing something to get something in return. So we'll only provide a service or we're only offer our help or offer our services only if we get something in return that's not that's not out of love that's out of obligation i do for you you do for me you don't do for me i won't do for you that's not love when you have an experience with god and you experience his love you do things you do certain things with without anybody telling you thank you does it bother yes because it bothers the bejeebies out of me too it frustrates me when I do something and I don't I don't need nothing from nobody, but a nice thank you would go a long way. But I've even had to evaluate if I'm doing things to get recognition or to get a thanks or gratitude, whatever the case may be from other people, I need to reevaluate why I do things in the first place. Because the only reason why I should be doing things out of love is because of the love of God. And because I, by doing that, I put a smile on his face. The issue, the, you know, the issue that we're going to have is the past experiences. You know, the past experiences of how people took advantage of us. And now we're like, nah, forget y'all. Or we use other colorful words, depending on, <laughs> depending on who we are. Remember, love is just not an emotion. It's also experience. So, so if you want to experience love, then you got to go through an experience. It, it makes it so much more so much more impactful John came to learn this during the time when he was with Jesus but a lot more when Jesus was gone it's the same it's the same thing with us there's so many people that that like have family members and don't really appreciate them till they're gone or try to take advantage and you know in the funerals they're like oh I wish I could have would have but they 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 didn't do anything when they were alive and, and, and one of the reasons why is because they, they were angry at them or, or, or they couldn't forgive them or they couldn't let go. And all of a sudden, now that person is gone and there's nothing you could do to take it back. So we live with all that stuff because we have barriers in our life. So it's hard for us to love others, love ourselves and allow God to love us. Even though his love is free, it doesn't mean that everybody's taking advantage of it. Just because he offers his love to you for free doesn't mean that you're taking advantage of it. And it's not, and not, I'm not pointing fingers at y'all, but what I'm saying is there's a reason why. And if there's a reason why, the challenge for us, each and every single one of us, is to discover what is that reason. John, John figured out and discovered that there were false teachers sharing false information with the churches when he wrote this letter. So what he did is that out of love for them and through the love of God, he decided to remind them the fundamentals of discipleship, including the fundamentals of love. Okay, so what, what is what is love? 
So the definition is an intense feeling of deep affection. Love is an intense feeling of deep affection. That's what that's what the dictionary says. Okay. So if we take love and we every time we say love, we replace it with the definition. We can say we have an intense feeling of deep affection towards God. Instead of saying we love God, we have a deep and intense feeling of deep affection for God. And if God loves us, he has a deep, I mean, he has an intense feeling of deep affection for us. So if that's, if that's true, then why, then why are we struggling with so much anger and hate? Is it because that we're allowing others to run our lives? Is it because we're imitating other people? Is it because we don't understand the process uh, that God is putting us through? Is it because we don't understand the, the stupidity and the ignorance and the arrogance of people? Is it because we're just fed up with all the garbage that we're saying, you know what? Forget everybody and I'm just going to do me. If you like me, you like me. If you don't, move on because that's something that the world will teach you too. And then the world, the way that the world is, they're so slick with it that they'll even make it like into a biblical text. You know, oh, if they don't, if they don't love you, they don't support you. Just mark them off, cross them off, and out the door, and just keep going. In a sense, I agree with that. I've preached that, and one of the reasons why I've I've I've, I've done sermons on that is because we have too many people. Living the lives through other, living their lives through other people, other people's comments, other people's opinions. You don't need that in your life. But it becomes an issue to me when we allow those experiences to neglect the opportunity to be loved by other people. It's not my fault if 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 you went through a situation ten years ago and I don't know you, and all of a sudden I come to you trying to help you out. And you're treating me like garbage because of what other people did to you 10 years ago. I'm not responsible for that. That's what I'm saying. That's why these barriers are so, they're so, they're so bad. They, 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 they rob you of the opportunity to be loved, to love, okay? And to allow God's love to be present in your life. And it, it all has to do with what we've been through. I already told y'all from the beginning. It's been like three or four months since we've, we've talked. And I even be careful to say maybe even five months. There's no excuse for that other than like, look, I was going through my situations and I had to deal with them and it wasn't nothing really bad. It's just I had to focus on a specific situation. So that way, when I start back up again, I can focus on these, these episodes. To me, that that's love. I miss talking to y'all. Because I don't know where you're at. I don't know who you are. But I know somebody's listening. So I love leaving these po- these episodes for you. But I would be hypocritical to tell you, you know, well, love will guide you to fix this and to work on this and to be patient with this before you move on. And all of a sudden, me not do it. To me, that's hypocritical. So I'm not going to sit here. And tell you all the good things and oh yeah, we can do it through Christ and all stuff, and not tell you the reality of it. That there are gonna be moments where you want to be shut in and you don't want to be talking to nobody. And that's understandable also. But it's not the shut-in part that's the problem. 
The problem becomes when you shut in and you're not doing anything productive. But if you shut yourself in and you're reflecting and you're taking out time for yourself and you're being progressive with your process, with your growth, then that shut in was a blessing. That separation from you and the world and you and the reality, you and your friends or whatever the case may be, that was productive. Even though people are not going to see it that way, it was productive because you learn from it. You're growing from it. And John was basically saying, listen, y'all, we got to continue this. It's not like it's not like you didn't know. We got to continue. So if I'm telling you we got to continue, that means that you and I already spoken about it and we've seen what love can do. So I want you to continue in that. But I'm a true believer that if you got to take out a little bit of time, a week or two, or even a weekend for you to kind of just breathe and meditate and get away from everything before you lose your sanity, I'm all for it. As long as you're going to be productive by it. It's not saying to go to uh, uh, Sin City. You know, here in the States, we got got, uh, Las Vegas. I haven't been to, but they say it's bananas. It's not saying, okay, well, I need the time away from everybody and you're going to go to Sin City and all the temptations that you can ever think of are there. That's why it's called, hence, Sin City. To me, that's not productive. To me, I got no um, no patience with, with that. So I don't want to hear when you come back and you're like, oh, you know, I'm still going through it. Yeah, but you took your weekend that you had, that you could cry out, that you can meditate, that you can look for the word, that you can... Take, uh, that you can invest in yourself That's the problem nowadays too We invest too much in other people And other things And and, and other situations And other projects that people want us to do But we don't invest in ourselves We're always investing in other people We don't we don't take dang never, We don't take our time for ourselves The way that we take our time for everybody else And that right there May make you feel good May make us feel good that we're at least doing kind things for other people. Yeah, but you're doing acts of love, but you're not doing it through love. And you're not doing it in love. Why? Because if you're, how can you sit there and and, and anybody say that you're doing things in love when in reality, love, you're supposed to do in yourself first. So if you can't stand yourself, if you can't, you know, understand who you are, if you can't understand, you know, what God wants through you and what your growth should be. And and how can we sit there and be like, oh yeah, I love other people, but I can't stand myself. So the first thing that we got to do to attack these barriers is to take our time and invest in ourselves and figure out what the heck kind of barrier we got. Because until we actually confront and destroy that barrier, We will never be able to experience what loving someone is like, truly, loving ourselves is like, and what allowing God to love us is like. So this this episode was meant and is meant, okay, and share it with anybody who you want, is meant for you to understand you have every right to take the amount of time or even more that you take for other people and invest in yourself. I'm not talking about opening up a business. I'm not talking about going to college. I'm talking about investing in yourself, in your concerns, in your barriers, in your struggles, in your battles, in your emotions. Take out time for yourself so that way you can be more productive outside of yourself 
and God can continue to work in you and through you, but for him. We won't do that, ladies and gentlemen, until we actually figure out what in the world is going on with us. And if I could be real honest before I finish, some of us already know what our barrier is. And we just come up with reasons why it's so difficult for us to let that go. But I'm going to tell y'all right now, until you break down those barriers, you will keep limiting yourself. Limiting yourself to love others the way that God intended you to do. To loving yourself the way that God desires you to do. And to allow God to love you the way that he just is waiting to do. So until that happens, we will walk around seeing everything else that everybody else wants us to see and never see what God intended us to be and also see. So ladies and gentlemen, I I pray that you may be able to take this into consideration and invest some time in yourself to figure out why in the world is it difficult for me to love other people? Now, 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 now I want to say something because I do it and I'm taking this from the Bible too and I'm not taking it out of context and I'm not trying to justify it. God loves the sinner but hates the sin. And if I'm also to imitate my creator, my master, and it gives me the right to be able to hate what people do but not hate the person. I'm not saying for you to applaud what people do. Get angry at injustice. Stand up for injustice. Stand up against hate and everything that's negative. Okay, do it. But don't lose yourself by saying, I did this, that means I love. When in reality, you never took out time for yourself. Don't allow the barrier that you and I have. Don't let us not allow. I'm going to put myself in there. Let us not allow the barriers that we have to limit us and prohibit us to love others, to love ourselves, and to allow God to love us. Because once we do, we won't be able to see God the way that he intends us to see him. And we will always, always have reasons, justifications, and excuses of why we are not loving, in love, or receive love, or felt love from God. Until the next time, ladies and gentlemen, do your very best. Your very best to evaluate yourself, to see what barrier it is. And next week, hopefully God willing, we're going to go to barrier number two. And we're going to attack this little by little. It's a process. But until then, do everything you can. Everything that you can. Biblically speaking. Spiritually speaking. Emotionally speaking. To stay on point. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. I pray that God continue to bless you. May you have a wonderful week. Peace. Peace.